Welcome to the podcast. This episode originally aired as a video on my YouTube channel, Bio Soul Integration. There, my goal is to help you integrate body and soul, to help you feel completely, express fully, and live authentically. I'm your host, Dr. Jay Eaker. Let's get into it. So, a tremendous welcome to you, Jay. Thank you so much for being here with me. Thanks, Allison. Thanks for having me. Such a, an honor. So great. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So I would love to just dive into um, you and your mm. background and, you know, your journey of life that has led you to writing your book and mm -hmm. um, creating bio-soul integration. Mm. Anything you mm -hmm. want to share around that? Mm -hmm. Sure. And uh, feel free to butt in anytime if there's something interesting you someplace you want to go. But okay. um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think probably as it is with a lot of healers, I mean, I feel like it started a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, when I was a kid, you know, um, I've, I lived on a farm in Nebraska and I crashed one of those ATVs on myself. Oh, God. Uh, and I'm really lucky I walked away, actually. But uh, I started to experience all sorts of strange musculoskeletal issues after that accident. And my dad, I think in a progressive move, uh, took me to a chiropractor wow. and this chiropractor started working on me and my body started to feel better and work better. Things that had the, not only did the issues that I was experiencing as a result of the accident start to go away, but I also noticed that um, things that I had noticed, like I had a, a bronchial infection that would happen once or twice a year. I had headaches a lot. And mm. I kind of always, I thought that stuff was normal mm. until they started going away. <clears throat> and um, so I thought, wow, this is, this is interesting. Uh, I could just, I had the sense of, it was lighting up some sense that I could tell some sense I already had looking back some sense I already had about the body's ability to heal itself that like real healing kind of came from the inside out mm -hmm. and it was sort of connecting me with that it was one of those I think the accident was sort of like one of those moments where life said and our my soul said okay mm -hmm. we're gonna kind of go in this we're gonna go in a, a certain direction now um, but it was lighting that sort of that sense up and my body was healing from the inside out. I could feel, mm -hmm. and I thought, this is, this is pretty cool. Like mm -hmm. he's a doctor, but he's not, a, you know, he's a different kind of doctor. Maybe I want to do this. So I did end up going to chiropractic school mm -hmm. while I was there. I still had a lot. I still had this sort of chronic low back pain and, um, and life was everything at school was hard we did everything hard you worked out hard you partied hard you, I was I was kind of going down a dark place to be honest I was hard on myself and hard on others and uh in a lot of pain and um I felt like a fraud because I was about to graduate from chiropractic school and here I was someone who's supposed to help people get out of pain I thought fix their pain yep. and um I was a mess and so I started looking at other things. And um, I found this woman who did this network chiropractic uh, thing, which is kind of a gentle version of kind of a transformational form of chiropractic. And I was really skeptical because it wasn't conventional chiropractic. She was barely touching me. I was like, what is this? But she connected with some part of me. Mm -hmm. And I stuck around and about 15 sessions into it, I walked out of there one day and I had like a kind of a full blown awakening of sorts. Like mm -hmm. I felt 300 pounds lighter. The 
sky was alive in a way I didn't remember it before the tree the colors were more vivid I had this amazing like feeling like moving through my body um which looking back now I'm I recognize as gratitude mm-hmm. at the time I was like what is this amazing feeling under the influence of it I was I ha- had all sorts of thoughts like wow life all the possibilities you know life is great and um and uh this sort of sense of this energy moving from my low back pain through my, my low back through my heart. Mm. And uh, I could sort of see a veil had was removed from my eyes. I could see that if I was having trouble in life, I was, I saw all of a sudden where I was causing it basically. Uh-huh. And so, and then my low back pain changed drastically for the better on top of all that. So I was like, wow, this is really cool. Um, this is something that I'd like to share with people. And so I've been uh, doing that for the last 20 years. And over the last 10, I would say it probably kind of turned into my own thing. Mm -hmm. And I just started calling it bio soul integration. I feel like what I'm doing is, I feel like the reason that we're here is to embody our soul's gifts and our soul's essence so we can share those gifts on the planet. And I kind of feel like that's what my work is doing, like creating a safe space in the body so that we can integrate mm-hmm. our soul's gifts and our soul's essence. And so I call it bio soul mm-hmm. integration. Love it. And yeah. You know, I mean, thank you. It's just, uh, you know, anyone who goes on the, the healing journey, you know, and, and really does emerge in, in that role, mm-hmm. there's always that story of like the, the, the moment, you mm. know, of awakening so Mm -hmm. um i love love that you coined it or were able to articulate it as gratitude because i Mm -hmm. think that that term is so overused you know Mm -hmm. people are like just be grateful Mm -hmm. do that you know but to Mm -hmm. actually feel that emanating Mm -hmm. right yeah it was a a felt sense of of gratitude direct felt sense of gratitude yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and so how do you, you know, bio soul integration, mm-hmm. how are you, what are you doing with people? What am I doing? Yes. Well, uh, mostly uh, I uh, have been, the majority of what I do is from my office here in Louisville, Colorado, and uh, it's hands-on work. Mm-hmm. Um, I work in an open room with multiple people at the same time. Mm. I can say more about why that is later if we want to, but um, um the way it looks is generally people are laying face down, sometimes on their back, sometimes on their side. Generally, it's pretty quiet in there, but at times, certainly, as people are connecting with what's emerging in them, they might be wiggling around on the table or making sound or crying or laughing or various others growling, mm-hmm. whatever happens in there. Um, but I'm taking gentle contacts along the spine or around the body. Um, And what I'm doing is, you know, there's this part of our nervous system that comes, it's the primitive nervous system that comes online when when it's like two to four weeks after we're conceived. Mm -hmm. And that part of our system, our nervous system is just feeling into our environment. And that's how we're gathering information about how to, we're starting to gather information about how to do this human thing, you know, and we feel into the people around us. And since we rely on them for our survival, I think we uh we there's this automatic kind of sense that we need to do what they do 
And so we feel into how they're, you know, what's their relationship with love and what's their relationship with power and anger and fear and all these things that humans have to navigate. And there are certainly, we pick up on their fine, some of their finer points, but we pick up also on the ways, the unproductive, unhealthy ways that they've pushed parts of themselves away and walled parts of themselves off. And we're like, oh, well, that must be the way it's done here. So I'll do that. And we adopt, we adopt that in our system you know, uh, it's unconscious mm -hmm. and then start playing that out in our, our lives. So, um, I am, uh, I'm connecting with that part of the nervous system. That part of the nervous system is still doing its thing. It's still trying to protect us. It's, you know, it gets locked into feeling like it needs to, uh, keep us safe mm -hmm. because of what we, what we picked up and what we experienced usually as a child. And so, when that part of the nervous system, when someone sees it and feels it and is not trying to change it, it then can start to soften. And then these sort of fundamental survival patterns start to, can start to relax. And so just by really just by seeing it, mm -hmm. just by touching the edge of it, whether that's on the body and, and certainly a lot of it happens in my body uh, presence, mm -hmm. you know, just being present with what's what's arising mm -hmm. um not trying to change it, anything right. and it when it feels like oh someone sees me here and they're not trying to change me it starts to relax yeah well you can yeah. say that across the board and you know i mean i love this conversation you know i have a bodywork background so um 20 mm -hmm. years ago i that's how i feel like i started in in this realm mm -hmm. of holistic wellness but you know i mean now running women's groups and mm -hmm. so, you know when somebody feels seen and mm -hmm. they're able to relax their nervous mm -hmm. system mm -hmm. most, you know and co-regulate with others right it does shift something does open and relax yeah. so yeah, yeah. And that's why doing it in this open room actually is because we're kind of creating a field where as soon as someone walks in there, they're, that part of their nervous system picks up on, oh, this is a safe place. No one's trying to change me here. People, I'm being seen here and no one's trying to change me. And so, which is not what, just not what we're soaking in totally. when we're in the outside world at all. Everything there is, is says, you know, uh, protect yourself because life is not safe mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah especially now <laughs> right especially i these feel like days. the outside world is so jarring oh. right now so the yeah. yeah the fear that's getting fear. ramped up and fear of life and fear of like our own bodies yeah yeah i know our own yeah so with you yeah. So just, you know, just to dip in with that, um, in that realm, like, how are you, I didn't think I was going to ask you this, but I'm gonna, how are you, oh, um, navigating these times, you know, uh, with, you know, I mean, you have a, you have a child, you have yeah. a wife, you have, you know, you're a business. Sure. yes. Why, why is there, why is there like tension around answering that question these days i don't huh? know why is that <laughs> because I, I don't know i pay attention to what's happening mm -hmm. there's all this like censorship so yeah. i i feel like wow what can i what can i say you say whatever you but, want to say. No yeah here. yes um yeah i mean i have the benefit of having seen 
seen myself i always had a sense that that you know always had a sense of like health and healing comes from the inside out mm -hmm. like since i was born so i have that you know and then i verified it over and over and over again in my own journey mm -hmm. been through some you know healing stuff like face down things that people would run to the hospital for you know immediately mm -hmm. and seen and and had my and come out the other side of it and seen like oh wow mm -hmm. like that's like bound up energy there and when it sequenced itself through huh uh, i come out better on the other side um and then you know helped people i am always aware that like the getting sick process in my experience is is never just about getting sick mm -hmm. uh there's it's always tied into our healing and evolution mm -hmm. in my experience and especially if you're if you're primed to see it that way your nervous system can really like co-opt this process of getting sick and do sorts all sorts of other things with it and use it to you know further your your evolution yeah so i have that i have the benefit of sort of seeing it that way and so i think uh that this and, and i always feel like getting that viruses things that we encounter are part of the you know life the dynamic living systems grow and evolve and the earth is a dynamic living system okay. and i think on some level the things that we encounter like viruses and whatnot are just elements that are helping us grow and evolve mm -hmm. and there's like evidence for that i think they they say like that viruses are responsible for genetic upgrades that we've gotten in the past and viruses are just like little it's strange they're just like little strips of genetic material mm -hmm. and um yeah so on some level i definitely look at it as if yeah i think it's part of a, an upgrade yeah yeah i think we're going through a time where we're getting upgraded yeah yes and if you can if you can if your system can kind of roll with it then you don't necessarily have to get sick right you don't necessarily have to express all the symptoms but often that's what symptoms are i think is just us our body kind of catching up the there's, there's like it's like on your computer you know you get an update on your computer i think life has given us an update and sometimes there's some catching up we got to do and it and it takes some some work totally. to get there and i think that's what getting sick is mm -hmm. that's generally how i look at it mm -hmm. yeah i mean there's no doubt this isn't you know a trans not not to dishonor anyone who's you know there's people that have died from it yeah. so i i get i get that yeah and generally that's how i look at it I mean, I respect everything right. you said, <laughs> you know, and I look at it, you know, as this is a transformational time, not just physically, but, you know, spiritually for mm -hmm. us to um, have this opportunity to upgrade ourselves, you know, mm -hmm. really up level how we are showing up in, mm -hmm. in the world. And, you know, we can look at it as our physical bodies too. I mean, I did have COVID. Mm -hmm. 
I was mm-hmm. sort of sick, you know, I had a, I had a pretty bad cold. Mm-hmm. I felt reborn after it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, took, it took a couple of weeks, but I really felt. Um, I would think you would. I mean, I haven't, I have not had it that I know of. I would think you would, because there's just all of this, you know, tension around it. It's like, yeah. I had it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, totally. Yeah. So anywho, well, thank you. <laughs> we went on that a little tangent about that, but well, it kind of segues into, you know, you work with people around, you know, the quote unquote transformative power of pain, you know, mm-hmm, right. uh, power and potential of pain to use. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I would love, you know, and, and talking about how so many people are scared of pain, mm. they're scared of getting sick, but they're also, they have mm. an injury or their bodies are, are they're in mm-hmm. physical pain and they're, and they immediately shut down and go mm-hmm. to a place of fear. So, you mm-hmm. know, I just, anything that you could share in that realm, mm-hmm. appreciative. I might have one or two things to say. I have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always... I mean, right, uh, I get that, yeah, pain, you know, can be whatever, physical pain, mental, when I say pain, I'm talking about physical pain, all the pain, mental, emotional pain, mm-hmm. something I would call spiritual pain. Um, and those things can be scary, but I, I always, I think we a lot of times miss that, what is it, what is the pain bringing up for me? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, does it make me afraid? Does it make me angry? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm afraid that I can't do the, and we put all sorts of stories on it after that. Like, I'm afraid I can't do the things I can't, you know, play with my kids the way I want to play with them, or I won't be able to hike or whatever, whatever it is, the story we put on it. But like, what is it? What does it bring up for you? Does it make you frustrated? Does it make you uh, afraid? Mm-hmm. And I think that's super important. Like, if we can, like, that is uh the energy being extracted i mean pain is bound up energy in general mm-hmm. and the fear that comes up the anger that comes up around that is the that energy the the energy being processed digested we're extracting the wisdom out of that energy mm-hmm. so we you know we have just a monopoly on our thinking intelligence and that groove is so deep so and we have often an aversion to feeling parts of our bodies. And so this energy starts to arise and it automatically wants to squirt into our heads. And so it's like, what are all the things that I'm afraid of? What are all the things that I'm angry about or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that actually is designed. Uh, we think in our heads, all the things to be afraid about, and it actually makes the sensation in our bodies bigger, totally. which we won't feel, which creates more of it in our heads. It's kind of like designed it seems to eventually just like it gets so big that you have to stop and feel it. Right. And if you don't, you know, your body might, it might stop you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might stop you and make you feel it. Mm-hmm. And on some level, that's what pain is. Pain is getting us to sort of like stop, right. stop what we're doing and pay attention because the way we were living our life was, is not working. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say the emotion, I think a lot of, a big part of pain all the time has to do with emotion, mm-hmm. whether it's physical pain or mental, emotional pain. Uh, so 
that's what I would say about that. Mm-hmm. We're actually extracting the wisdom by, by noticing what's the emotion that it makes me feel. Yeah. You know, I'm always saying you have to feel it to heal it. And, you know, I feel like um, <clears throat> it's hard for people to trust mm-hmm. that if they do stop and feel mm-hmm. pain, whether mm-hmm. it's, that it's not going to like consume them and, yep. you know, they're not going to disappear into an abyss of this exactly. fear or whatever it is forever. Right. 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 In my experience, yeah, I know I've run into the same thing, obviously, because I'm asking people to go there. Yeah. Uh, but in my experience, there, there, there's a similar thing that happens often if they can, if we can sort of meet the sensation of that pain and whatever form it is with enough kind attention, that there is a sort of sequencing that that happens, mm-hmm. that it sort of peaks out at some point, and then it it always crashes on the beach. Uh, I say crash on the beach because that's just my, like it rises up like a wave and then there's this crashing on the beach. And it reminds me of when I've gone to the ocean and after a wave sort of like crashes and washes up on the beach, it, it's just, you know, it kind of like sparkles in the sand and you can hear it kind of sparkling and mm-hmm. effervescing, mm-hmm. if that's a word. Mm-hmm. But that's, in my experience, if you give it enough kind attention, it peaks out and then leaves us in this sort of state of expanded effervescence mm-hmm. um as we've yeah kind of like our system sees oh i'm not actually going to die if i feel this because on some level it got stored it got installed in us because out of a perceived need to survive like i said probably back when when we were little kids when we were in the womb even mm-hmm. uh, and so some part of us thinks we're going to die if we feel this yeah yeah physical or emotional pain, you know, Mm -hmm. I I work more on the emotional level, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, quite often, you know, there's, there's been so much avoidance in early years of Mm -hmm. addiction, you know, that's a whole other subject, but Mm -hmm. where addictions come in and suppression and, you know, all of it. So, um, so how do you, how do you approach people when they're in chronic pain like what do you Mm. what do you do with them Mm -hmm. how do you meet them right well I mean it's it's helpful if people are at least open to sort of like what I'm the idea that I'm talking about if they've if they've done some work you know on their own already Mm -hmm. if maybe they have some skills uh around like mindfulness or you know think you know tracking their own experience those are all very useful skills Uh, you know because at a certain point in the past um you know it's like people have come to me and it's like yeah i can help you i can help you with your pain it's going to mean that you know it's like direct it's tied into your it's tied into who you're being in life and so it's going to mean that you know your life is going to have to change in some way. And sometimes they were like, sure, whatever, if you can help, let's do it. Yeah. You know, but then they actually have to start feeling that stuff that's been tucked way down in there and feel more. They actually have to feel there's a, there's a stage of the process where you have to actually, you know, be willing to feel more. Yeah. Definitely before the the pain can go away. If it, if it does go away. Mm -hmm. Um, resolving like I kind of say in my book resolving 
pain doesn't necessarily mean it's going to go go away. Mm. Can you say um, more about that? Sure. <laughs> and I, don't um, know, I didn't mean to interrupt you if you want nope. to get that, that thought. No, no. But, you know, just in talking about your book, your book is called If It Didn't Hurt. And sure. I have it here. I have a, I can show love a copy it. of it. Love it. Well, I read yeah. some of the reviews and people who have been in this mm. field for 50 years were raving about it. So, right. Um, Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So, resolving pain. Um, yeah, most people would see, you know, because the title of my book is How to Resolve Your Pain and Discover Your Life Purpose. Yeah. And most people would sort of think, obviously, that that means that pain is going to go away. And often, I mean, it can mean that, that pain changes for the better, for sure. I mean, that was my experience. I understand that's how I got into chiropractic. That's how I got into this work. You know, pain changed, thank God. Yeah. Um, and um, there is a lot of um, what... A lot of what can make something hurt is is things that we can't see, mm. you know, and so there's this awareness piece as we as we start to see more and sort of unpack what's going on in there. I mean, there's a whole world in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, as we start to unpack some bit of pain, there's a whole world in there, and there are things that happen you know there's good things there's changes that changes in perception changes in how you're seeing yourself in the world that happen that are on some can be on some level cooler than if you know than pain going away mm -hmm. um for some people yeah uh and again my book is kind of about you know pain as a portal for discovering our sort of our authentic self which i would say is a version of ourselves in which our souls gifts are integrated into our physical bodies so that we can share those gifts on the planet and that sort of paradoxically the energy that's bound up in the pain is the contains the information that we need to uh to realize mm -hmm. our authentic self mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um ironically yep. and yeah i lost my train of thought there Kinda that's okay going that's, with that. no that's good i mean it's just i get into this and then actually my my i start to lose my mind sometimes that's great <laughs> that's what makes you good at what you're doing right, right. So, i mean i just it's fascinating to me because um you know just in my world i work with more emotional pain, you know, mm -hmm. but I'm right. people in getting into their bodies in order to cycle it through. But I just uh -huh. love that you you're just going right into mm -hmm. where what the physical pain is doing, and it feels mm -hmm. as though um, I don't know. It's just very complementary. In in um, I mean, often the next like if people really are present with uh, a physical pain, what? you know, there's there's just different uh, there's pain is like a it's a ball of tangled up there are different parts tangled up parts there's physical parts there's uh emotional parts mm -hmm. there's mental parts uh there's spiritual stuff mm 
and it's kind of like a wadded up, you know, tangled up ball. And so as people start to, you know, like the, whatever's getting their attention, maybe it's physical pain that's getting their attention. That's kind of the, can be the thread that sort of unravel, you know, starts to unravel the carpet or whatever. Um, If they actually go towards that, then other things unfold. And often, you know, if people really are present with physical pain, often there's like emotion that starts to come to the surface and, and the stories that are associated with that might start to come to the surface. And if you can, help people and if they have enough capacity to do that to stay present with the sensation of the emotion or just like notice that there's this story coming up uh you know that's them actually sort of like teasing this knot of pain apart yeah 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 it's i mean it's obviously all all connected and all related, but, you know, like mm-hmm. you said, it's, it's them having the capacity and it, you know, just a name that it takes a lot of courage to be willing mm. to yeah. dip into this yeah. work, this level work. Right. It's true. Yeah. Often I'm like, feel like apologetic, like, Oh, sorry. You've, <laughs> you've gotten yourself into, you know, I'm sorry that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. You've gotten yourself into this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you start, there's kind of no not easy. Back. Right. I mean, I, I mean, I guess you can, you can just stop, but uh, yeah, once you've opened the portal, you just yes. keep going. It's true. Yeah, it's true. And yeah, that's again, that, that journey is, uh, you know, like it can be a, a lifelong, you know, mm-hmm. the, the process of our evolution is a lifelong journey. So absolutely. Um, yeah. And so how, you know, you talk some, you know, about, you know, we've already kind of t- dipped into this, but growth as, as humans, you know, mm-hmm. how does shadow work and work in relationships and, and sickness and death and all of mm-hmm. it kind of play into this conversation? Right. Well, I mean, that, that term, you know, shadow work, these, I think, you know, these, what, what was it? Carl Jung, I think that he coined that term. And, you know, it's by his definition, it's repressed parts of ourselves, parts of our, our personality or our psyche or whatever that we've sort of like pushed, pushed down. And I've sort of been talking about that. And at different points in our journey, you know, there are developmental stages that sort of unfold throughout our lives. We kind of think of like, you know, we have to put a together a certain amount of dots to learn how to walk and to talk and we know about those developmental stages but then puberty happens and then we explore relationships and we have maybe we have kids of our own and all you know there's all these developmental stages that continue to unfold throughout life and uh i think life you know life calls us to a new to a, a new uh project when those new eras those developmental stages are dawning and you know it says well the way that we were doing ourselves the way that we were sort of tucking parts of ourselves away and not looking at them uh you know that was okay that was necessary we needed to do that and in order to work on this next project this next stage in our life we're gonna have to Mm -hmm. unpack that we're gonna have to come in we need that we need what's in there to to work on this next project Mm -hmm. and to fill fulfill what you're going to be asked to do next in this next stage of your life And so that's often when 
pain or whatever our bodies and our lives kind of conspire i think they conspire together to sort of like nudge us towards our evolution and so you know that energy starts to come to the surface that we've been tucking away and maybe it shows up as pain or maybe it shows up as mental emotional things or you know or a health issue or or whatever and um yeah i mean i think you know relationships are just like a crucible Mm -hmm. for growth a relationship we're, we're sort of you know our, our, it's mirroring our shadow to us all the time mm -hmm. um like i say that in my book and getting sick i think is a is a another mm -hmm. way that life another and another opportunity to sort of come into relationship with some deep existential fear i mean the fear of getting sick is it brings up i think it kind of touches on some sort of existential fear that uh people just don't i just don't want to get sick i don't want to get sick yeah. plus there's our 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 and our society in general wants us to not get sick it wants us to be able to keep producing and keep working and i think there's this underlying yeah underlying thing that's like fear around getting sick and so i think getting sick brings up shadow stuff to be met mm -hmm. and what was the there was another getting sick relationship wasn't there another shadow work there's other uh, there's other yeah. there's other <laughs> things that yeah. that bring that up yeah. and there's, there's on the tip of my but i can't think of right now but yeah uh yeah those are all versions of ways that life Mm -hmm. brings the shadow material to the surface to be processed and digested and i think you know if we want to be whole mm -hmm. you gotta integrate the light and the dark there's kind of a, in certain circles you know people want to lean towards love and light and have an aversion to the dark stuff but mm -hmm. i think if we want to be whole we have to integrate both absolutely it's all That's my experience for sure. So are you, when you're working with people, are you mm -hmm. doing hands-on stuff and are you also talking to them, like helping mm -hmm. you to move through stuff in that way? It, it depends. Like yeah. I said, I, I work in an open room, so that can, it can get interesting sometimes, but, um, uh, you know, certainly if there's a, a crisis that if things start to kind of like something's coming to the surface and there's a crisis kind of peeking out, mm -hmm um uh, it depends on what people it depends on what people need but yes often i am coaching them to stay present with what they're noticing just bring your attention to the sensation of this in your body trust it yeah. give it permission to be felt trust it trust what's happening like your body and your life are not messing with you here yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna uh, disappear into a bottomless pit of this mm -hmm. i promise you if we give it enough kind of attention you'll see it's gonna cycle through and yeah and when people can see that when they get to see that it's like oh that um rewires their mm -hmm. relationship to it there and the, and you know there can be other waves but once they see that oh it's going to sequence itself it can sequence itself through then then that can change their attitude about mm -hmm. a lot of things yeah a life life right. in general yeah, yeah. But they're not gonna like die if something is really uncomfortable yeah or, right you know? so yeah. yeah and you know whether it's it's translated translated into life on the whole you know you're yeah. 
having the harder conversations or, you know, doing mm-hmm. things that scare you or, you know, I mean, yeah. all it. it's all related. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I do need to, sometimes it's quiet in there. Sometimes, uh, you know, silence mm-hmm. peace is the, is what's wanting to happen. And sometimes there's, they need to be talked through something mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Well, you have a very calm demeanor. I feel my nervous. It's such a crazy morning before this. I feel my nervous. Oh. I'm just mm, good after conversing with you. Good. So, I'm, I'm, I fooled you. You fooled me. <laughs> I know. We all have our moments. I'm a little, right? I'm a little, I'm a little nervous, you know. At, uh, <laughs> I love this it. Thing, but. Um, so what are your, what are your self-care practices? How do you, how do you take care of yourself? Hmm. Um, I mean, different things at different points in my journey. Mm-hmm. Mindfulness meditation was sort of a big thing that I discovered at some point. I, I felt called, I just was, life was calling me, I feel like, to take more responsibility for my own, mm-hmm. my own unfolding. And I just recognized I needed some something. And um, I discovered through a mentor and teacher of mine, discovered mindfulness meditation. Mm-hmm. And that was really powerful. Just like these tools for, I know, I think you're into mm-hmm. meditation, right? I, I don't know my, the guy that I connected with, his name is Shinzen Young. Which one, I wondered if you've ever heard of him. You have, mm-hmm. uh, but he's a mindfulness. Uh, he kind of like, he's a super nerd actually. Uh, but he took like all these thousands of years of mindfulness, you know, meditation training and kind of in, put it in this, sort of elemental chart of like of all of the you know how to sort of connect with all the different experiences that you might you know that you might experience and that that was super has been Mm -hmm. a gift that keeps on giving super powerful um so (laughs) mindfulness meditation and then you know there's times when i recognize like we need help like i see i see a practitioner uh, kind of like myself on a, on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. I, I go to Boulder and mm-hmm. her name is Amanda Love. She's a network chiropractor and kind of has definitely put her own spin on it. Um, but I go see her on a weekly basis, get that kind of work. And mm-hmm. then when things are definitely have gotten some good help from some, some uh, body-centered psychotherapists mm-hmm. uh, in Boulder, seeing one right now (laughs) um you know sometimes you need you need help but you can't do it yourself you need help to sort of bridge you need someone to who can see you know you can't see your way out of your own like I don't know Einstein said something like you know you can't solve a problem from the same consciousness that created the problem you know or, or something like that um and so often I find you need help to sort of bridge. That's feel like that's what I'm doing for folks. And I'm sure what you're doing for folks. And I need that too. Sometimes I need someone to help me. Yeah. Yeah. Show me something I can't see. For sure. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's a constant, constant journey, constant, mm-hmm. right? So layers upon layers upon layers. So yeah. it's true. Yeah, very humbling. <laughs> it is. It is humbling. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. You're right. So you know, 
I didn't know if there was anything that you wanted to share more specifically about your book, um, any mm -hmm. kind of final little nuggets. Um, you know, yeah, as far as my, you know, I can, you can find, if you want to find me, uh, biosoulintegration.com. You can find, you know, look me up on the web, biosoulintegration, anywhere that there's, you know, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever I, I syndicate, I make videos and syndicate them onto podcasts. So you can find BioSoul integration wherever people find nice. stuff. Yeah. Um, and I do have this book. Uh, there is, if you go to my website, BioSoul integration, you can see right on the, it'll mm -hmm. be the first thing you that's put in your face there <laughs> is an opportunity to uh get the first chapter for free if you want to or buy my book there it's all it's on amazon in all the different forms uh if you want to get the paperback uh you can get that uh, like a three dollar discount on that if you get it off of my website as compared to amazon mm -hmm. but if you're into audiobooks or whatever all that stuff's on amazon too um and what you you know yeah. what would be a sign or symptom quote unquote that mm -hmm. would cause somebody to want to seek your services mm. and, and right etc yeah those are key, those are key points yes <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're feeling stuck mm -hmm. that is a there's just there are just different parts of the healing journey that are sort of common to everyone's experience. There's a, there's a rules to the game of healing mm -hmm. and uh, getting stuck. Feeling stuck is like a really important yeah. stage. I think in the Western world, most people are like, you know, I want to, just want to obliterate, I want to take massive action and obliterate stuckness. But actually the, there's a whole, the solution is in giving yourself permission to just feel just how freaking stuck you feel mm -hmm. and things start to unfold out of that. So mm -hmm. feeling stuck, uh, wanting to, the next stage would be like wanting to reclaim your power. Mm -hmm. uh, people who are into or feeling, yeah, shadow work, mm -hmm. uh, feeling like you're sort of ready for a next stage in your life, but can't quite figure out how to make that happen. Um, people who are, you know, again, sort of like in some new, some new era as dawning mm -hmm. in their life, something else, something's calling them. Yeah. Uh, some new era is dawning. Mm -hmm. They're in the middle of some, something new or kind of on the, on the other side of trying to integrate something new in their life. Um, so I hope that gets that's some, it's great. I'm like, some I idea. everyone can relate to like some, you know, mm -hmm. of that, some aspect yeah. of that. Yeah. I mean, it's not for, it won't work out for people who, if you want your, if you want your pain to go away so right. that you can go back to living your old life, ah, beautiful. that won't work. Yep. Uh, because in my experience life, and that's, that's a certain stage uh -huh. of the process. Mm -hmm. It's not going to work very well <laughs> in my office um yeah. yeah because life is kind of nudging us towards our evolution totally there's no such thing as really as going back uh so if you want your pain to go away just so you can get back to living your old life that's not really gonna 
that's not going to work. Yeah. I love as an example of what's a great differentiation. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. What were you going to say? Uh, yeah. And just uh, people who are, I guess, who are at least open to the idea of that my pain, the problem contains the solution. And if I can uh, see it through the lens of my heart, that, you know, things will unfold in a really cool way. And you'll see that life is actually holding you. Life and your body are not against you. They're not screwing with you mm-hmm. just for, just to make life hard. Um, that, that life is holding you. It's actually trying to lead you somewhere. Cool. Love it. Yeah. Well, that feels like great bookend to the entire conversation. So unless there's anything else you wanted to offer the listeners at this point and all of, you know, Jay's information will be in the show notes to find Mm -hmm. him. Um, So anything, any other final little snippets you did? I don't know. That feels complete. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Thanks, Allison. Thank you so much. Yeah. Really lovely to connect with you and hear about your work and your perspective. And uh, yeah. You you. too. Nice to meet uh, a kindred spirit in the healing world. Love it. Sounds good. Well, thanks again. Take good care. You too. Thank you for listening to the BioSoul Integration Podcast. This episode originally aired as a video on my BioSoul Integration YouTube channel. You can also find me on the web at biosoulintegration.com. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to helping you express more life. Have a great day.